Iruvin daf kof gimel. The last thing we're discussing was a string that snapped uh, off a violin on Shabbat in the Beit Hamikdash area. You could tie it back on, n- not outside. And if lechat hilat to put it back uh, to put on a string is totally asur. Now we in the Gemara brought the Braita that said you're only allowed to bow tie it but not fully tie it. So we originally wanted to say it was Rabbanan and Rabili Azer. Rabili Azer was totally lenient because he holds machshirem mitzvah dochet Shabbat. But then we said it can't be because uh, our, our Mishnah said the Chathila, no, and Rabbi Eliezer, based on his uh, thinking, would totally allow it. So then we said it's Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanan. The Rabbi Yehuda that up until now was more lenient with uh, Melachot that were done in the Mikdash. And we have to say that over here, tying a knot, according to Rabbi Yehuda, was only the Rabbanan. And therefore it's allowed Bidiavad uh, in the Beit HaMikdash area. And according to Rabbanan, only bow knots would be and allowed in the Beit HaMikdash area. So with that, we are starting the last line of Kof Bet Amud Bet, in the middle of the line where it says, deman. Who does Rabbi Yehuda hold like? In this famous Mahloket of Machshirem Mitzvah Dohinut HaShabbat, does he hold like Rabbi Le'ezer? If he holds like Rabbi Le'ezer, then why is it only mutar when it ripped? I feel the nami should be mutar. Even, even Stam, to add another string would be mutar. Rather, you have to say that the Braita that allows you to make a bow, it's Rabbi Shimon. And Ha, the Mishnah that allows you to make a full knot, Rabbanan, it goes according to Hachamim. Detanya, Ben Levi, Shenif Sekadloni, Mabechinor. Ben Levi, he's sitting there, he's playing his violin in the Beta Mikdash, and all of a sudden a string uh, popped. Koshra, he's allowed to tie it on Shabbat. And here it's Rabbanan who agree with Rabbi Le'ezer that Machshir Mitzvah Dochin Tashabbat. But they hold only Bidi Avad. Rabbi Le'ezer holds even Chathila is Dochin Tashabbat. Rabbanan only if uh, you got stuck and it was a mistake and it's sort of uh, like this situation where it just popped, then you're allowed to tie it. But the Chathila, no. And Rabbi Shimon Omer, on va make it a bow. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar Omer, Afi ena mashmat et akol. If you tie it like that, or you uh, bow it like that, or you're not like that, it's not going to make a sound. Ella, the only way to, to really fix it is Unwind some of the extra string at the bottom uh, of the peg, or where it's uh, tied at the bottom, unwind it a little bit, and then uh, stretch it out and, and roll it, I guess, or tie it at the top. Or unwind some of the string from on top, where it's rolled up on the top of the violin, and wrap and stretch it out and roll it at the bottom. Now, because you're making this violin really, really good. But uh, I guess Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar holds, once you're doing the avera, do it right. Don't uh, do an avera of kosher, and not even get the mitzvah right. To do avera of makebe patish and get the mitzvah done right. Ve'ibayit ima, or you could say, ha ve'ha rabbanan, both go according to rabbanan. The rabbanan who hold that the things that you could have done before Shabbat, you could do on Shabbat, b'di'alad. Ve'lakashya, and not a problem. Kan be'emtza' kan minatzad. The Mishnah that allows you to tie it, we're talking about uh, it snapped in the middle of the violin, and you, so you take the, the string uh, in the, from the middle of it, of the violin, and you tie it like that, and you're not doing such a good job, and therefore we're allowing you to uh, to tie it like that. 
And when, when if it's from the top or the bottom, that's where the snap came from. That's the brayta. That's karminatzad. Uh, that's the brayta that says it's asur, unless you do it with the bow, because if you tie it uh, well at the top or the bottom, minatzad, at the top of the bottom, that's going to be uh, you, you made the you made the violin work again. Or you could say both uh, the Mishnah and the Brata talking about where it snapped in the middle of the, the string, in the middle of the violin. And more Savar Gazrinan, or more Savar Lo Gazrinan. The Brata that says you're allowed to, you, you can only do it with a bow goes according to the Bishimon. Because even though it's Mutar, we're worried that you might come to tie it well if it, uh, if it snapped at the top of the bottom. And our Mishnah goes according to Hachamim. And we're not because that if it snaps in the middle that you might come to uh, tie it uh, next time from the from the top or the bottom, and therefore they give you they're, they're allowing you to uh, tie it fully. The next Mishnah Hotchin Yabelit Bamikdash. If an animal like a sheep is about to be given as a korban tamid, korban musaf, and has a wart, you're allowed to take it off with your hand, but not with a keli, obviously. Not in the in outside the Beit Hamikdash area. Now, in general, if you cut off from an animal, it's uh, it's uh, considered gozez. That's the melacha deoraita. But over here, since you're doing with your hand, it's, uh, it becomes a derabanan, and in the Beit Hamikdash, there's no derabanan. That's why it's allowed. Doing it outside the Beit Hamikdash area, it's asur. Ve'im bekeli, and if you're doing it with the keli, kan ve'kan asur. It's always asur. Now, by the way, one of the most interesting uh, mahlokot, I think, most fascinating mahlokot over here, is between the sefer called Sha'ar uh, Sha'ara Melech and Markevet Amishnah. What is is what is the Harabite considered? Is when we're telling you you're allowed to do a derabanan in the Beit Hamikdash, is this going on? The entire Beit Hamikdash area, the entire Har Habayit, entire mountain area, the mount, entire mountain top, and that that could be a really huge area, and that's Shara Melech's uh, Shita or the Markevet Mishneh's Shita. It's only going in the Beit Hamikdash area itself, not the entire mountain. Okay, uh, very fascinating machloket. Very good. Take a look. Now the Gemara asks, or mean who? Korban Pesach that's coming on Shabbat, carrying it from outside the home, bringing it, uh, everything, uh, cutting any wart that it has, you can't do on Shabbat. Yes, you are allowed to uh, do it on Shabbat. And it sounds like Ovir Tanakama or Rabbanan, whoever this might be holds that uh, you're not allowed to cut a word on Shabbat. And our Mishnah says you're, you are allowed to cut a word on Shabbat. So Rabbi Al-Azhar and Rabbi Yossi ibn Hanina, they both give an answer. One of them, Had Amar, one of them answered, Both Mishnahs are talking about a moist word. Our Mishnah is allowing you to cut it because you're taking it off with your hand. Kan Bikli is when, we, when we're saying it's Asur in the Brayta, that's talking about you doing it with the scissor. Bihadamar and the other one said, Habihabiyad. Both no, both cases, uh, both Mishnayot, both Mishnayot is talking about you taking it off with your fingers or your hands. Habilha But what the Mishnah in Pesachim, which says Allah to cut it off, is talking about the a wart that is moist, and the, the Mishnah over here is talking about that it's dry, it's basically off already. Ulman de Amar, and according to the one who said, Habiyad, Habikli. 
First opinion. When do you say wet and more, uh, wet and dry, moist and dry, like the second Amora said? He will explain to you, because if it's dry, you're allowed to even cut off with the keli, with the scissor. Because it's already disintegrated, you're not even doing gozes. So, okay, backwards. According to the second one, why didn't you say with your hand and with the utensil like the first Amora? Uh, Amalach, he would tell you, Bikli hatna in Bikli kan asur. Everyone agrees that with the keli it's asur. Why would you have to repeat yourself? It already says that you can't use a keli. What's the hidush in the keli? Veidach, and the first Amoras would tell you, no, what's the hidush? Hadikatane hatam, over there, the reason they were telling you, Bikli is asur, always keli is asur, Mishum de kabail ipluge. Because they want to separate between uh, Rebili Ezer and Rabbanan. The Rebili Ezer allows you to, to use a keli even in the Beit HaMikdash area. Because remember, according to Rebili Ezer. According to the Amora who said, Why don't you say Yad and Keli? He would explain to you that uh, the cutting off the wart has to be dumia like her kervo vehavatomi hutstat hunkatane, which is derabanan. It has to be like carrying uh, something for a mot uh, in Rishut Arabim. And since it's a live animal, it's a hainoset atzmo, it has its own balance, and therefore it's it's not called real carrying in, which is derabanan. And also, tchum. Uh, Walking out of that home with is also a derabanan, so therefore the the cutting of the word has to be in a way with derabanan, which is with your hand. Veidach and the 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 amora who said with your hand or with the keli, right? Why didn't he hold of this? It could be it's all talking the oraita herkevo carrying for amot. The law kerbinatan doesn't hold like kerbinatan. The amara hainoset atzmo. I don't hold like that like kerbinatan. And number two, habatom yachutzat home, which you said that home is only derabanan. Maybe it's kerbiakiva. So now, Mativ Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef doesn't like, uh, he has a problem. It says, I have a Kalva Homer that all these Melachot push away uh, the Shabbat. He compares it to Mashhita Shehi Mishum Melacha. Shehita is a Melacha, which is a Deoraita, and it's Dohata Shabbat. You're allowed to shakht your Korban on Shabbat. If it's Korban Pesach happens, if Pesach happens to fall on Shabbat, you're allowed to shakht, not a problem, right? It's the elu, all these, which is Mishum Shavut, or the only the Rabbanans, and Odin Shayid Huta Shabbat. Of course, they should be able to push the Shabbat. Bottom line is, you see from Rabbi Lazar, we're talking about uh, cases that are the Rabbanan. So we can explain our Mishnah like Rabbi Azar and Rabbi Yosef Ben Hanina. Elam Rav Yosef, Srav Yosef, he explains. Uh, no, have ha both Mishnayot are talking about taking it off beyad with your hand. Ushvut mikdash be mikdashitir. And here's the thing: when you're doing a uh, a sur de rabbanan for a bet mikdash uh, uh, mitzvah, like over here, you're trying to give a korban and you're trying to take off the wart uh, with your hand, which is the rabbanan. In the mikdash area, hitiru they allowed you there. Shvut mikdash, but a mitzvah de rabbanan. For the Mikdash, outside the Bet HaMikdash, we're not allowing that. So you could say our Mishnah is talking about uh, you're checking a Korban in the Bet HaMikdash area, and therefore you could do that the Rabbanan. And uh, the Mishnah Psachim says you're checking that Korban at home, and uh, you're not allowed to do it. You're not allowed to take it off over there. But if you were in the Bet HaMikdash area, you would be able to do it. 
לא, יתיב אביה וקמה להשמעתה. So Abaye sat down and he, he said this sugya uh, of Yosef's answer. Uh, I guess it was in front of Rav Safra. Rav Safra didn't like it and he, he asked him a question. A person is sitting there reading a Megillah on the, the threshold of his house. And it rolled out of his hand. You're allowed to roll it back to your hand. The problem is, over here, this Mishnah with the Megillah, the Shvut Mikdash, it's a Shvut of Mikdash, something Kadosh, in outside the Beit Mikdash area. We're not Gozer that you might uh, drop the entire Megillah into Rashut Arabim and go take it and bring it back up into Rashut Ayahid. Meaning, we're allowing you to do a Derabanan by rolling it back to you, and it's for something Kadosh, and it's outside the Beit Mikdash area, and it's a problem on Rav Yosef. I think my answer is, yeah, wait, but didn't we say, aren't we talking about the threshold is a Karmelit, and it fell into Rishut Arabim, and now, number two, so the, already that's one leniency, it's a one Derabanan, and number two, since you're holding on to it, you're holding on to one part of the Megillah, because it's not even Isur Derabanan, so what do you, what, what do you what's Bichal, your question? So, so now Rav Safra, again, ask Abaye, Meshal Shelin eta Pesach litanurim hashecha, Erev Pesach, it's also Friday, right? Friday, Friday afternoon, right before Hashecha, you want to put your, uh, uh, you want to put your uh, the the korban Pesach into the oven. You want to get it roasted. You're allowed to do that, not a problem. So five minutes before Shkia, you throw it in there. Now, regular food, regular Shabbat, you're not allowed to do that. Why? Because you might come to move the charcoal and burn uh, and have uh, on Shabbat. So why over here you're allowed to do it? You see, it's a derabanan for something kadosh in uh, the outside the, the Beit Hamikdash area because you're eating korban pesach outside the Beit Hamikdash area. You're not eating in the Beit Hamikdash area. We're not worried that on Shabbat Friday night the lela said there you're going to move the the, the charcoal. Ishtik, Abay didn't answer. So when Abaye came to Rav Yosef and told him, this is what Rav Safra's problem is with you, Amale. So Abaye told Rav Yosef, this is what he told me. Amale, Rav Yosef told Abaye, Why don't you tell him that there's a whole bunch of people together eating Korban Pesach, it's eaten together as a group. One guy will, you know, each guy coming with his own humrot, they'll, they'll watch over each other that they don't do the aver, that they don't do an avera like moving the charcoal. The Abaye, the reason he didn't answer that Rav Safra, why? Because Kohanim Zerizin Hen Amrina. We say that Kohanim are uh, careful and they're not going to come to do an Avera like moving the charcoal. Bene Havura, however, Zerizin Hen Lo Amrina. We're not going to say that they're very careful. Now, let's take a step uh, backwards. Again, we had a question. Our Mishnah sounds like you're allowed to cut ward off with your hand on Shabbat in the Bet HaMikdash area, not, in the, not outside. And we had a Braita with the Gabe Korban Pesach that says it's for sure not allowed. We had Rabbi Azar and Rabbi Yosef ben Haninas uh, answer, and we pushed that away. Then we have Rav Yosef's answer. Now Rabbi wants to give an answer. And he says, look, both Mishnayot is talking about uh, you're cutting it off with your hand. And they're both talking about when the ward is moist. However, the difference is our Mishnah, which allows you to do it uh, on, on Shabbat, is Rabbi Eliezerhi, the Amar Machshire Mitzvah Dochinta Shabbat. Rabbi Eliezer, our Mishnah, which gives you the Heter, is according to Rabbi Eliezer. 
where he holds that to prepare yourself to do a mitzvah, you're allowed to do it on Shabbat, and therefore you could cut off the wart with your hand on Shabbat. So why wart? Why not with a keli? Because, Try to change it as much as possible, and therefore don't do it with a keli if you could do it with your hand. What about the Mishnah and Pesachim that says you're not allowed to do it all together? That's according to Hachamim. They don't hold machshirei mitzvahs dochent Shabbat, and therefore you're not even allowed to cut it with your hand. So now the Gemara wants to ask Mayhi, where, where does Rabbi Eliezer, uh, where do you know that Rabbi Eliezer holds that Amelcha Doraita pushes away uh, Shabbat uh, if you have to do it, right? If you have to do a mitzvah. The Tanya, Kohen Sha'alta Loy Boyabelet. A Kohen, all of a sudden he has a wart on his hand. His uh, friend uh, bites it off of him. Now, Beshinav in Bikli Lo. His friend can bite it off of him, but you can't use a scissor. Havero in Ihulo. His friend can bite it and not him. Mani, who's that like? Ilemara Banan Ubamigdash. If you want to tell me, it goes according to Rabbanan, who hold that in the Beta Migdash. Machshire mitzvah, whatever you need in order to be able to do the mitzvah, pushes away the Shabbat. And since you're doing it by biting it off, therefore you're allowed to do it in the Beit HaMikdash. And therefore there's no, they're not gozer on a shvut, which is the Rabbana in the Beit HaMikdash. Well, you can't say that. Why? Since Hachamim in general hold that there's no shvut, we're not gozer shvut in the Beit HaMikdash. Then what's to make a difference if it's uh, the Kohen himself or his friend biting it off? You have to say it's Rabbi Amar He says in general that cutting something off of your body is a deoraita, and if you did it by mistake, it's Hayav Hatat. And over here, when you're cutting it off in the Mitzvah, even though it's there to prepare you to do a mitzvah and it pushes away the Shabbat, still, as much as you could change from the regular way, you do it. So your friend does it, then you do it with his teeth. The Gemara pushes off the law. No, you can't say this was said according to Rabbi Ezer because Rabbi Ezer would allow it even without a shinui ul'ulam rabbanan. It was said according to rabbanan. So we said, then why uh, Dafka your friend and not you? If you have a, if you have a, uh, a wart on the stomach or anywhere where you could reach yourself, okay, great, and bite it off yourself. What are we talking about over here in the right? By the way, you have a war, uh, you have the wart growing on your elbow. Alright, or behind the end, or somewhere, the, the iu lo matzeh shakila, where you yourself can't reach it. If it's on your back, for example, how are you going to reach it? So therefore, just have your friend take it off, and it's uh, easier to say it that way. And Tosafot explains that his friend biting it off is a hu- bigger hidush, because you're allowed to do this uh, so-called uh, avera, even when you yourself are not benefiting from it, uh, still uh, you're allowed to do it for your friend. So now the Gemara asks, Ve'i Rabbanan, if you want to tell me this bright tag goes according to Rabbanan, and they don't allow you to use a keli because it's a machshire mitzvah, and it's not toched the Shabbat, then why do you need your friend to bite it off? Nishkale nehale beyad, let his friend take it off with his hand, that's a derech shinu, it's only a derabanan, and we would we would learn that hand is allowed because it's a shevut, the shevut in the Mikdash is okay, but with a keli, it's asur because it's already a deoraita. The tibshot Rebil Azar. Now you could uh, you could answer up a machloket between Rebil Azar and Rabbanan 
It's in Masechet Shabbat. Amar Rabbi Azar, Rabbi Azar said that the machloket between Chachamim and Rabbi Azar of what exactly is asur when taking something off of your body like hair or nail. And Rabbi Azar held that the machloket between them is bayad, is only when you're taking it off with your hand. Is it a derabanan or is it also a deoraita? Aval bekli divrea kol hayav. And divrea kol bi hayav. So again, the question is. Be a little bit more clear. Tell me that you're allowed to use your hand and I could understand a whole different world. But the problem now is you're only allowing me to do it with your, uh, with, with the, you're only allowing the other coin to do it with his teeth. So I'm understanding that bayad with your hand is asura. I know for sure that's a derabanan, but it doesn't help me uh, understand what's the story with the keli. It could be that a keli is also derabanan now. I don't know if it's the right or derabanan. The Gemara says, yeah, but if, but if you're going with your shita, the Rabbi Li'ezer Nami, you also have a problem with Rabbi Li'ezer also. Why the Lishkeleni Alebeyad? Why, according to Rabbi Li'ezer, do you have to take it off with your teeth? Use your hand also. And Rabbi Li'ezer, we know for sure, uh, says if your friend doesn't know, even with his hand, is it the Rabbanan? So the Gemara says, yeah, but hi, my, what are you comparing? You're, you're, I'm trying to t- talk to you according to Rabbanan. You're bringing me Rabbi Li'ezer. Yeah, I might be Shlama Rabbi Li'ezer. If you would have said the bright I was according to Rabbi Li'ezer, Hainu de Gazar Yad Atu Keli. Now I understand why he's Gazer Yad, because you might come to use a Keli. Because remember, his Shita is, you got to change as much as you can. And if we're not, you know, if you, if you, the only way to do it with Keli, you use your hand. If the hand, you, 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 I'll let you use your teeth. You use your teeth, your friend. Uh, every time something else. But if you want to tell me the Brayta is according to Rabbanan, and the reason that you now have to cut off the 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 wart with a uh, with a uh, nail clipper is because you might come to do an isur deoraita, and for tzorich mitzvah we're not pushing it away. You're still stuck with the question. Use your hand. Just use your hand, and that's it. That's your derabanan. You don't need. And remember, they don't need you to change as much as you can. They're not really eyes just use uh, your hand and that's it. It's a drabanan. We have to say that the Braita goes according to Rabbi Le'ezer, not Hachamim. Rabbi Le'ezer holds change as much as you can. Use your teeth, use your friend, whatever you could do to change. And just doing things drabanan is not enough. The next Mishnah, Kohen Shelaka Be'etzbao, a Kohen who got wounded on his uh, finger. It's nothing that's a porcelain from the Beit HaMikdash. He needs a bandage. You take a reed bandage and you put it around you. But you can't do that in uh, outside the Beit HaMikdash area because you might come to crush uh, uh, medicine on Shabbat. That's the gzera of uh, bandages in general. If you're trying to uh, you're trying to put the bandage around it in order to make blood come out, that's already... Uh, that's already a melacha, and you can't do that on Shabbat. Even in, it's a deoraita, you can't even do that on uh, in the Beit Hamikdash area. It's a melacha hovel. Now the Gemara brings down Amarav, and I think it's Amar Biyehuda Bered Rabbi Lo Shanu Elagemi. You're only allowed to put on reed aval tzilzul katan if it's a little belt uh, made of some sort of uh, cloth. The Kohen is coming to work with extra clothing than he's supposed to be wearing, and you're not allowed to wear any extra clothing when you're coming to work in the Beit HaMikdash. No, that's not going to be posel you from working, that's not extra clothing. They only say extra clothing in a place where you're supposed to be wearing clothing, meaning if you're supposed to be wearing an apron, then you're wearing two aprons, something like that. 
Aval shelo bimkom begadim. If you're wearing something where you don't usually have uh, clothing like your finger, lo ve yitur begadim, then you're not called someone wearing extra clothing. So now the Gemara asks, mishum Yeah, but it's a still a chatzitza, still blocking. You know, I don't care what it's made out of. So my answer is be small. It's you put it on your left hand, and you're supposed to be working with your right hand. Inami or beyamin v'shelobim kom avodah, or it's on your right hand in a place where you don't have to carry anything. Meaning it's a bandage, let's say on the the top, on the front of your hand, not the, on the palm side, where you're not holding anything, so it's not a problem. Upli gad and Rabbi Yochanan argues on Rava. De'amar Rava, Amar of Hasda, bimkom abegadim afilu nima achat hotzetzet. In the area of where that you're supposed to be wearing clothing, even one extra hair, or let's say you have the hair that came out of your body, that's uh, considered hatzitza. Shelobim kom begadim. If it's not in the area of where you're where you're supposed to be wearing clothing, uh, if you're kohen, shalosh al shalosh hatzitzot. Anything that is three by three uh, fingers uh, wide, any coat that's three by three fingers, that's hotzetzot. Pachot mishalosh al shalosh. Anything less than that is not considered a beged, and therefore enan hotzetzot. It's not considered a hatzitza. So the chora, according to Rabbah, even a cloth bandage would be okay. Now, now the Gemara has a question. is for sure arguing on Rabbi Yohanan. Now the question is, Adravi Uda Bered Rabbi Hiya or Adravi Uda Bered Rabbi Hiya Minima Pliga? Is he arguing or not? Rabbi Uda Bered Rabbi Hiya said, "Read, but not uh, cloth." Is Rabbi arguing over there also or not? And the Gemara explains, "No, they're not arguing. Why? Shani Tzilzul Katan Dehashiv. This little bandage. It's more like a little belt. It's a little uh, cloth. It's like a little clothing, and therefore it's uh, it's asur, even if it's less than three by three. It's baot. Now, Lishna Harina Amri. Let some bring down the sugya a little bit differently. Amar of Yehuda Bered Rebichia Lo Shanu Elagemi. You're only allowed to put on uh, read Aval Tzilzul Katan." Is considered hotzet. It is a hatitza. It's extra clothing. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Lo Amru Hatitza Bevachot Mishalosh Al Shalosh. You can't call hatitza if it's less than three by three finger size. Ela bimkom begadim unless you're putting it on an area where you usually wear clothing. Aval shelo bimkom begadim. But if it's you're putting it in a place where you don't usually wear clothing. Shalosh Al Shalosh Hotzetzot three by three is hotzet. Bahot Mishalosh and and hotzetzot. Anything less than three by three is not the hotzet. Behindu the Rabbah Amar of Hasda, and that is exactly what Rabbah said in the name of Rav Hasda. And you see that Rabbi Yochanan is not uh, arguing. Actually, he's exactly like Rabbah in the name of Rav Hasda. So the Gemara asks a question. Lema pligi the Rav Yehuda bered Rabbi Chaya. Maybe what uh, Rabbah is arguing what Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Chaya said. Because Rabbi Yudah said that a little belt on or a little cloth on the finger is posel because you're wearing extra clothing. And according to Rabbi, you're not uh, posel. It's not extra clothing. The Gemara says, no, Rabbah is not arguing on Rabbi Yudah Berebdechiyah. No, the little uh, cloth bandage is actual clothing. It's something hashuv. And therefore, it's asur. Even if it's not three by three fingers, and uh, Rabbi would agree also that it's Asur. Well, Rabbi Yochanan, who for sure argues, and because he holds it's not considered Yitur Begadim, you're not wearing extra clothing unless it's on the actual place of clothing. And even then, it has to be three by three fingers. 
Adashmi'inan Gemi, if you're already talking to us about reed, Lishmi'inan Silsul Katan. What are you talking about reed? Talk about uh, the, the cloth one, which is a little bit bigger. It's, it's, it's clothing. So the Gemara says, Milta Gavar Hakamashmalan. He wanted to give us another uh, deen. He wanted to teach us another halakha. De Gemi Maseh. He wanted to teach us not only that the cloth bandage is not, the tzeltzul is not considered yitur begadim, but he also wanted to teach us that this reed does have healing, uh, has healing powers. And still, you're allowed to put it on in the Mikdash area because you shouldn't be working in the Beit Mikdash area with a wound on your hand. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.